Let's have a word. word. Oh, we're we're in. Yeah, we're in. Oh, shiznit. Hey, how you hi doing? everybody. What's up? How's it going? <laughs> Cold in this beautiful Montreal Ooh, Sunday. We got a snowstorm yesterday. Mm-hmm. And how much inches would you say we had? It was. I think when I looked at it, it said like seven and a half inches, there which is go. like what, like fifteen to twenty centimeters. Sure. So yeah, we got a lot. Plus whatever they decide to throw up on my car. Oh yes, because the plow comes through the street. And just fuck your life. Yep. Mm. And the snow is really fucking heavy. Yeah, you had it's to put like, your back into it. Yeah, it's like that um, that perfect snow to make uh, snowballs. It is, but see, I'm old now. <laughs> and the way my back is set up, I'm not, I can't be lifting these I can things. barely shovel my car out. Oh my God. Without Mm-mm. coming back with a broken back. Mm, you should have seen me. I had to take so many breaks. But, yeah. you know, that's Montreal. We signed up for it, apparently. Hey, Canada. Yikes. But that is why we wanted to warm up our little body and mm. soul and watch a little bit of L Word. Why not? You know, can't go anywhere. Can't do anything. And watch the L Word. Yes. Good old L Word. Always a good, how you say, like a good go-to. It say. is, yeah. The amount of time we've rewatched it. And for whatever reason, I think really with this rewatch, it feels good. It mm-hmm. feels good to watch it this way. Yes. Because I'm being a little bit more critical, but also because like, I don't know if I have as watched TV, but like I don't listen to everything. Like, you know, yeah. I start texting or doing whatever in the meantime while I watch something. But because we like dedicate our time to actually mm-hmm. pay attention, I'm like listening to little conversations that I don't normally hear exactly. when I watch it. I don't know why. Even though I've watched it like eight or nine times, I still miss certain things. And even like because we're watching with a more critical um, mindset, mm-hmm. because we're here to take notes, like we see way different things that we see. Yeah. Because the first time I was just like, okay, when is Janine and Marina going to get together? Because I'm here for it. Right. I'm here for the gay. And then after, like now I'm watching, I'm like, okay, that's cute, but like mm, problematic. Oh, so much. <laughs> but you know, we'll, we'll get more into that as the episode progresses. For sure. For sure. So let's get right into it. As we know, we have this little clip, this little scene slash vignette, whatever you want to call it. Um, and this time we're kind of like in the dressing room and we're doing a costume fitting. Well, I was thinking like a store maybe with like a seamstress. Well, but knowing what's going on later in the uh, episode. Yeah. Knowing what's whatever. Mm -hmm. Maybe you're right. Maybe she's in the store. I don't know what she, what does she do? Do we know what she does? We do. Okay. I'm just stupid. I don't know what she does. But when we first watched right. it, we, we don't of course, know what's going on. Yeah, so. once again, it's like random people we've never seen before. Yeah. And, you know, just being dramatic. Might be a store, might be a wedding, yeah, yeah. Uh, whatever the fuck. But there's a lady there who's helping that girl, you know, uh, fit into her dress. And there's like a few touch-ups to make here and there. And she's telling, like, that lady who's trying to help that girl fitting into her dress. She's kind of like telling her a story about whatever the fuck I didn't even Yeah, I got some sort of story. I heard pocket watch, something was going on. But then she kind of like took it upon herself to... (laughs) You always say that. Do I say... (laughs) Listen, I either say she took it upon herself or she proceeded to. So she proceeded to and she took it upon herself to start rubbing on Miss Thing's leg and then, you know, just working her way to her other nether regions. Mm -hmm. But why? Do we know each other? Am I just here? Why? Why is is the L word like this? It's so interesting because it's always some kind of off the wall. Yeah. 
touching scene between two strangers yeah. and somehow without even talking everybody's okay with that well and also i feel like whenever they're trying to like have a character that is just exuding that top energy they want them to be kind of predatory yes. like it's strange like you can have big strong top energy without being so I don't know, in your face, like, mm-hmm. here, give it to me right now. Like, bro, calm down. Especially you know? between two strangers. That's yeah. Like, it doesn't yeah. work that way. That is it's not a normal weird. occurrence. Well, maybe it was, like, a to give it to the fantasy. You I know? guess. Well, the fantasy was there. For sure. So mm. then that's very quick, as we know, because it's a uh, short little scene. And then we go straight to theme song. <laughs> you know, you got to do it. Oh, 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 oh. <laughs> remix! <laughs> <laughs> Jesus Christ! So right after that, we're at uh, Marina's house, and she's looking at herself in the mirror. You know, doing her hair. Yeah, a little get ready with me. You know, she's mm-hmm. singing to this magnificent song. Oh, what's the song um, called? Well, it's a it's a Spanish song. So I do apologize for my pronounce uh, pronouncing pronounce? pronunciation pronunciation. Thank you. I can't even speak English. <laughs> um, but it's called Un, uh, Un Año de Amor. So it means an, a year of love. Mm. Um, love, love, love that singer, that artist. Absolutely love her. And we'll get into the song and the symbolism behind I was that, hoping you would take that, us there. Yes, I was yes, hoping yes. you would take us there. Because you know the song. I, don't, I just know it from this show. But, you know, you've kind of went deep into the lyrics, of what's course. the everything like that. And now why we've, we're going to hear it multiple times in episodes. So yeah. I'm it's glad. very simple, honestly, but yeah. uh, it's still there. Yeah. So we'll get to that later. But um, love the song. So we go straight from Marina to Tim and Jenny's house. And Tim is just walking through the living room with a garbage bag, throwing clothes in there. Mm-hmm. Um, when Jenny comes through the front door. Just open up the door like she still live here. Just boop up. Hey. But here's the deal. She like made her way home from however long she's been gone. I don't know if they explicitly say, but wearing the same outfit. So she's wearing like 82 hours worth of funk at this point. And she now has a sleeping bag. Okay. So now it leads me to the point. How long has she been gone? Where has she been sleeping? Where well, exactly did they drop her off in the last episode? Can we start off with where is this sleeping bag coming from? She yeah, probably stole it saying. from a homeless guy yeah, in the street. Yeah, because she like, was broke. If you know if my memory serves me correctly, she couldn't even get a a, a ride back or a, a rental car or mm-hmm. anything. But she's got this sleeping bag, and you know she starts talking to him. Um, Tim asks her like where she's been. You know how are you doing? What's up? And she says how she met those two kids that we saw in the last episode, but also that she was in a town called Bishop. Yes. So do we know how far Bishop is? So I don't know why, but my fucking Wi-Fi is not working right now. What the now. fuck? Um, but no, I'm assuming like she says that she was, um, she met those two kids and they were in a small town called Bishop. And she says that it was in the Sierras. Yeah. I don't know. I am unfortunately am unable to to look that up. But I thought it was super funny because like you said, fucking Jenny rolls up in the house looking like she spent five days in the desert with no food, uh, water, or even a fucking hairbrush. Yeah. Because her fucking hair is like a fucking mess. Oh, it's a matted mess. It's like an old dirty sheepdog. I don't know who decided <laughs> this was This was the look, but the wow. wig is crooked. <laughs> okay, the, the split ends, baby. She needs some soap. 
I don't know. I don't know. Some conditioner is something. Ooh, since so she's saying she climbed a mountain, yes. a Thunderbolt Peak. That's right. Um, he's like, okay, so you out here climbing mountains, like you're changing your life, but you know, it, it, that's great. But um, I got your letter, you know. He mm-hmm. said, I, I got your letter. So we know that she's been gone for quite some time. Quite a while the for the mail to reach. The, yes. <laughs> Before okay. she got here. This was like three, four business days. It's exact. Yeah. It's been, it's been a couple of days. Girl. So but, I don't know what the fuck she was doing out here. I wish we could have seen that a little bit more. I wish we could have. Yeah. I would have been interested to see if that maybe, you know, kind of changed her knowledge of what she wanted to do when she got back, you know, because she's not really into the Tim thing at this right. point. You know, she is just concerned about what's next. So I wonder what process she went through to kind of get to where she is when she shows up at his doorstep. Absolutely. And so basically, you know, she just gives Tim this chain that she found uh, in this little village called the Lone Pine. Mm-hmm. And it's a chain for his stopwatch. Uh, because he forgets it all the time, which I thought was, you know, a thoughtful Right, a little, little something gesture. from her travels, you know. Right, and then, well, he tells her that he broke it that night. And so Jenny, you know, she's very sorry. She kind of looks very remorseful. And he asked her, that was the first time that it mm. happened? And she goes, mm-hmm, yes. See, and what makes it even worse is, as he was explaining about her letter, he says, like, he never asked her to rip her heart out. He just wanted her honesty. Mm-hmm. So in the same breath, she he asked her a simple question. That was the first time, right? You know, like, that's that's right. And she can't even be honest, even after he said that's all he wants yep. out of the entire situation. No matter who she cheated with, what happened, just please be honest. And she can't even do that. Yep. Like, you're that much, like... You're already that far, basically. Yeah. yeah. He opened the door, you know, for you to come through it. That's mm-hmm. it. All you had to do was just step through with pure honesty, and she couldn't even do that. Nope. She fucking lied to his face, and so he knew the truth. Yeah, he knew. It was a test, obviously. So mm-hmm. he just fucking grabs the trash bag and throws it outside on the front lo- uh, front lawn, and goes back in the fucking uh, house, goes to the bathroom, grabs her toiletries and all her Bro, shit. He grabs more shit. Like, Bro. <laughs> all her belongings. And he goes into saying that Ben and Tina even knew uh, that it happened, you know, since the first night, that he was the only fucking idiot not knowing. Like, he goes into this whole thing that he knew all along. Well, not all along, but, like, since, you know, it came out. He knows all the truth about it, and she keeps lying. He calls her a patho- uh, pathological liar, you know, screams at her to get out of his house, throws her sleeping bag. He grabbed a sleeping bag too, bitch. He said, this shit you just brought, take it back out. <laughs> We're done here. <laughs> so she grabs her backpack and just walks out and proceeds, as mm-hmm. you say. She proceeds to gather her belongings, get her shit off the grass, wig all dry. It was just <laughs> too much for her. Like, especially however long it took her to get back if she used Mary and Jane, her two feet, to get where she was going to go. <laughs> I have no idea. But th- she made it work and then got thrown out in the same breath. Girl. It was too much. So right after this whole thing transpires, we go to the planet. And here we are with Alice, Dana, Marina, and Shane. And they're sitting together and they're discussing the hairy guy from last episode. If you guys remember the creepy guy at the the bar or whatever. Harry. Harry. Exact Harry. And they're saying how Harry has helped Shane gain, gain new clients. What she even mentioned something about meeting Madonna. Yeah, apparently uh Shane met Madonna 
And Marina goes, Madonna, la petite blonde qui chante. To which everybody is like, <laughs> what the fuck? Because they don't speak French. Yeah. <laughs> like, first of all, no, bitch. We're talking about uh, Susie Q from across the street. Right. Yeah, ain't but one. Yeah, ain't but one, bitch. <laughs> that one and the religious one. Yeah. Hello. You know, <laughs> um, so, and for two, why are you speaking French? Nobody in here knows what you're fucking talking about. See, and once again, they think it's cute to just kind of plug it. Yeah, I mean, it's it's cute or whatever if one other person at the table knows what's going on. If it makes sense in the script. If it makes sense. It does not. It does not. Ugh. But anywho, they're explaining this. And then Shane kind of brings up the fact that she's going to have a party um, on one of Harry's yachts. And everybody's going to be there. Nice little private girl party. Bring everybody. Let's go. Mm-hmm. And that's when um, basically Bet and Tina walk in and join uh, the table. And fucking Shane asks Tina, how do you feel? And fucking Alice and Dana are staring at her like, what the fuck, Shane? Why are you like, why did you have to fucking ask her that? Because they then, already know it's going to turn into a whole production. Girl, whole fucking production. Tina goes into this whole monologue about all the fucking changes her body's going through. And. Bet is mentioning this ceremony that's happening later that day. Uh, and she mentions that the Sikh believes that the soul of the fetus enters the body after 13 weeks. There's going to be a, a ritual, chanting, a blessing, hell, maybe even a fucking sacrifice. But my question <laughs> is, why, since when is Bet and Tina... Uh, religious slash spiritual and believe in the because Sikh is like a exactly. religion. Exactly. Um, so did they just choose today that they were going to do this ritual just because, oh, that sounds cute. No, I think they told some about how the yoga instructor is yeah, doing the ritual, yeah. but great, all good, I'm here for it. A thousand percent. Absolutely, but yeah. like that was kind of like out of the blue associate yourself with some kind of uh, religious group slash mm-hmm. that's very thing. important to the religious group yes it's not just like oh yeah let's let's like today i'm it. gonna do this ceremony and then tomorrow i'm gonna try something else like okay, okay that's that's cool but you know i just i don't know i guess the just the introduction of the ceremony by the yoga teacher is what kind of got them to that point yeah but if at least they were um knowledgeable on the situation and oh, why sure. it was exactly done um for for the reason instead of just being like oh yeah we're gonna do this for the baby because our yoga teacher said it was cool Oh, yeah, for sure. I'm just like... Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, for sure. For sure. So I'm glad that they actually went into it. They explained what it is, what it's going to do. It just still felt out of place because it's not like they're religious or anything. Yeah. Or at least that we've seen. Exactly. But all of that aside, they don't look fucking interested. Hell no. Dana, Shane, and Alice, they're like, "Mm, sure, we'll be there. Did Shane kind of sort of halfway be like, no? (laughs) Absolutely Yeah. (laughs) No, but I think like uh, Alice said like, oh, we wouldn't miss that in the world. Oh, okay. And then... Shane was like, no, we won't miss it. But at the same time, I was like, absolutely um, not. I'm not going to go there. Yeah, I don't want to be a part of that, but sure. So, so, yeah, go ahead. Oh Well, no, go ahead. Okay, so two seconds later, we're at the ritual. Hey. We are at the ceremony. We see Tibet. They're sitting in yoga class, chanting yoga teacher up front, and they seem to be in it to win it. We pan over just slightly to the right, and we see Kit, Dana, Alice, and Shane. Of course, they're to support Tibet, mm-hmm. but... All of them look like they're looking around the room. Their eyes are not closed. They are not in the moment. They are barely chanting anything. They look like they're about to die. <laughs> they are. They just want to go home. They're like, we're here to support, but fuck this. We don't believe none of this. This Kinda is not disrespectful. It was very disrespectful for one. For two, 
I get you wanting to support your friend, but if you were not going to support with enthusiasm, stay your ass at home. Preach. Simple. Thank you. And that is very quick. And some pregnant lady gets up and goes around the group and yeah. sits down next to Dana, takes her hand, like, let's go. Let's, yeah, let's like, come on, get into come it. On, girl. Like, she was nice enough yeah. to come, like, actually sit down next to these newbies and mm-hmm. be like, let me introduce you. And, like, let's go. Come on, let's have fun, whatever. But Dana's not. Ooh, Dana's like, oh, excuse me. Yeah, yikes, man. So we go back to the planet, and Marina is working, and she sees. That Jenny is sitting at the table with her trash bags, looking like she's been rolling in dirt for three weeks and being through a fucking fire. Yo, she was like tan, like so, like I don't know, she'd been working through a desert. Sunburn. Her hair was crusty. Once again, I had to bring this up with the garbage <laughs> bag full of clothes. Like, honey, what? This ain't the look. Like, at and least give her a call from hold outside. On. We have not mentioned. But she is still wearing mm. the same outfit that yes. we've seen on yes. episode. What was it? Um, seven. No, no, this is six. eight, so it was six, yeah. You're right. Episode six, when they got caught, when they got married, mm-hmm. she is still wearing... And might might we add, there's not just like three episodes exactly three days. Yeah. She's been out here for days, maybe weeks, mm-hmm. traveling with yeah, these we two don't kids. Know. Yeah. She still has her damn fucking pantyhose on. Yeah. They still have a bunch of holes in them. <laughs> I cannot. Yeah, this is not the look. So Marina kind of walks over to her and asks, like, what happened? Like, girl, how you doing? Girl, what's, she looked what's at, up? Up, up and down. What happened to you? Yeah, <laughs> she she was so confused. Like, are so you good? Sad. Like, you look like death ran over three times and a half. Are you, <laughs> are you okay? What is going on? Girl. And so, you know, Jenny goes, you know, I know that you don't want to talk to me about after, you know, what I said to you. And she's all whispering that. Oh, course. yes. The whispers are in full effect in this scene. In true Jenny fashion. Um, she goes, I need a bath. <laughs> Can I go to your house? Can I go to your house? God. So, you know, fucking Marina goes, well, I thought you'd never want to see me again. And, of course, Jenny's trying to explain that, you know, she's been with of Tim course. for like four years. Yeah. And they were engaged. And, of course, she was trying to... Try to make things work with him before just fucking, you know. Which is understandable. I just think the whole situation of Tim rushing her into Marina's uh, place of business to tell her, tell her in her face that you're not going to see her anymore. In front of everybody. Yeah, it it felt very weird. And I'm like, if if you're that insecure that you need her to tell her ex or the person she was cheating on you with in front front of of you. you. Yeah. In front of the whole uh, neighborhood. Something is not right. So that was dramatic. But I do understand Jenny trying to make it work with uh, Tim. Of course. But, you know, Marina kind of like shows Jenny her arm. She's like, Tim loves you, but like he did this to me, you know, whatever. I'm not going to press charges, but it, you know, was a bit dramatic. And fucking Jenny takes her arm and proceeds. (laughs) With her dirty hands. Ooh. Did you see? I didn't see. Oh my God. Her nails are all. I mean, granted, she's, she's been, been through a lot. She's been through she's the been forest, through the woods, mm-hmm. and the desert yes. and for the last four days. And so she hasn't taken a shower mm-hmm. or probably even eaten really that much since. I, she then. was looking a little extra thin. Mm-hmm. But my question is she's, she was with those two siblings who were not homeless no. and uh, just out here. You know, they had a whole vehicle. But you know, at the end of the other episode, I don't know if they just dropped her off to mail her letter or if they dropped her off, dropped her off in the middle of nowhere. 
Oh, because because they drove off. Yeah, at the end of the last episode, if you remember, they dropped her off by the mailbox and they drove off. Okay, because that would make sense. And then she went on and traveled did all whatever. Exactly. Because she was saying that, oh, I was with these two kids. Yeah, yeah. But maybe she was just talking about, you know, Mm -hmm. uh, her way back. Okay, that makes sense. But whatever, still grabs Marina's arm with her dirty, crusty hands (laughs) and kisses it in front of everybody. Yeah. Oh, God kind of embarrassing i would love to be at the planet at this moment because the level of gossip i would take back home Ooh. with me i'd be like bitch did y'all see jenny up in there looking a hot ass mess and marina looking back at me i made unnecessary eye contact <laughs> it was bad like that that whole situation like right in my notes is that jenny looks bad oh yeah like i don't know if she, they really did put her in the middle of nowhere and let her roll around on some dirt for a while and then <laughs> action because that's what it looked like hair and makeup girl god damn works wonders yes yikes so we're back to the group um walk, walking out of the ceremony basically and shane tells them about you know this big party on a boat that you mentioned earlier and side note by the way because i like to mention that i've mentioned it to you before when, when we were watching but if you ever go back to watch that episode again just notice everybody, like the extra extras on the side of the screen. Oh, yeah. On the right side of the screen, you have like the, the crowd, basically, who are, uh, I believe they might be around like Santa Monica or something like mm-hmm. that. Exactly, yeah. And um, you can just fucking tell that everybody on the right side of the screen is not hired <laughs> extras. Yeah. They're actually real people because every single one of them has stopped what they're doing Yikes. to look straight into the camera. Oh my god! And turn around as they walk by. And I thought it was so fucking funny because uh, probably back then they didn't have like as much budget. As yeah, they... yeah, yeah. They can't shut off a whole street like exactly. they do now. Exactly. Yeah. And hire like a hundred of people just to do extras. Mm-hmm. So it was like actually real people, and they were like, "What the? Yeah, fuck what are y'all on? doing? Yeah. You know how like you see somebody like doing a vlog or some shit yeah. nowadays, walking down the street talking to the camera. That's how they were looking. Like, what exactly. are y'all? Oh, okay, this is a movie <laughs> so that was really fucking funny yeah um but basically yeah shane just tells them about the party and bet tells them well I, you know i'm sure you'll understand you guys that we can't come and that we're gonna stay home and then tina goes like i'm nesting you guys is that is that how tina sounds that's to you? how exactly look look, <laughs> look at that i'm nesting you guys i wish i could describe Oh my god! Oh my god! It was really annoying. Like, okay, great, you're nesting. When she's like, I'm, I'm feeling very primal. Yeah, it makes you a homebody. You want to retreat. I'm like, okay, that's dope. Like, explain it to your friends who don't have children. But in the meantime, you can go to a party. Like, it's, it's not the end of the world. Like, once again, they added that she's three months pregnant. She's not like nine months about to pop tomorrow. Mm -hmm. Like, three months morning sickness is over, baby. You, you ready to get down with the get down? But. Girl, you're the first. You're not even pregnant. You don't even okay. have kids, and you're the first one to want to go straight back home and not go anywhere. That's besides the point. We're talking about <laughs> Tina, damn it. <laughs> but no, you did read me the filth because it's true. I do. I when I get home, I'm in for the day. Okay, I put my fuzzy slippers on. I call it a day. Where's my my onesie? My, just shout out to Brandon for getting me the onesie for Christmas because that bad bitch is a is a godsend. Okay, zip it up. Put the slippers on. Park it. Netflix. Okay, I understand. But listen. These are quarantine times, okay? You're right. If the sun was shining, best believe I would go somewhere. You sure? I, ooh. Uh. 
don't if it's think an so. event, that's the thing. If it's an event, I'm down. If it's like let's go outside because it's hot, okay. Girl, mm-hmm. just a few, just a sec, because you mentioned <laughs> an event. Oh, I just want to tell that very quick story. Okay, tell the story. So I whatever. Long story short. Oh, I remember now. <laughs> okay, tell the story. I used to work uh, as a concierge in a hotel, okay, mm-hmm. in Montreal, whatever. And um, the perks of that job is that you often are giving tickets to concerts or events or, you know, art showing or whatever the fuck. Just you can go and be able to suggest that activity or event to your client, customer. Which is dope. It's free. Dope. And we had this very major, um, what would you call it? Like um, experience, Experience uh, in old Montreal a whole fucking event, okay? Mm-hmm. That uh, that performance, I don't even know what it was, but it was like a whole fucking show. Uh, DJ with lights and whatever the fuck. And that concept was going to travel the world after launching in Montreal. So this was the first stop. Exactly. I was given tickets, too. And I was like, hey, Shante, let's fucking go. You know, it's downtown Montreal on a Saturday. Yes. Big event. Hell yes. Launch night. You know, there's going to be important people there. Let's fucking go. It's going to be fun. <laughs> it's at 10 p.m. We can take a little nap in the afternoon and be ready. You know, like we're like in our I'm 20s. I'm old, okay? I got to take a nap before I go anywhere, okay? Girl, we're in our 20s. You know, like that's just regular day. Like, Listen, should... but I'm not regular 20s. I'm pushing 28, okay? Okay, but back well, then. shit. Yeah, yeah. It was like two years ago. So okay. we take a nap. We wake up. It's like, what, seven? Yeah. We wake up from our nap at like <laughs> 7 p.m. And we're like, ugh. Ooh, let's just stay in. Let's just stay. We can order Tim Bits. <laughs> <laughs> we can order like Tim Hortons or McDo, McDonald's. Yeah, it's going to be fine. We can party it up here. Yeah, and just stay home. And we looked at each other and said, yeah. And we stayed the home. We, we stayed, stayed home. Fuck home. With free tickets to an experience. If that is not, what, what is this episode entitled? Uh, La Nuit. Yes. Is that not La Nuit? Uh, bored to death. That's what it was. Girl. Are we are we Bettentina boring? Is that what? So we're yeah, saying? The, I forgot to mention. Basically, the name of the episode is called L'ennui, which means basically like boredom mm-hmm. or like yeah, bored. Yeah. But... Because it's Bettentina being very uh, primal, homebody, not wanting to do anything, nesting, and quote unquote, that's what we did. Mm-hmm. That's that's exactly what we did. So shameful. With that said, that may be have just been that. No, it happens a lot. It happens a lot. It happens a lot. But yeah. that's okay. We can't even blame them. We can't. And there was no quarantine at the time, so I can't blame that either. There you go. Yikes. So, I mean, at the same time, as much as we like to talk shit about them, we're, we're doing exactly the fucking same. <laughs> go buzz. My God. So, so then we slip slide from that scene. Did just, you have anything else to add? Yeah, I just wanted okay, to add me, a little Okay, let me little, let you sprinkle on her. A little give, detail. Give it to me, give it to uh, me. I just thought it was super fucking weird and funny and interesting because Bet is like, okay, got to go back to work, guys. Goodbye. You know, they kiss goodbye. Bet and Tina leave. But I don't know if you've noticed, but the fucking sun is setting. Yeah. Like it's 5 p.m. And she's going to work. What the fuck are you talking about? You're going to work. You know, maybe she's getting that OT, that overtime, you know. Maybe, maybe but who's to... going back to work at 5 p.m.? You know, the dedication is very high. <sighs> Weird. Yeah. But that's all I wanted to That's say. all you wanted to so add? Go ahead. All right. So then we have a quick little scene of Jenny finally getting her bubble bath at Marina's place. You know, she's just sitting there thinking about her situation. And then we transition to Ben's house. It was very quick. It was just to, to show us that she's indeed in Marina's house 
and that she got her bath. So now I feel great that she has changed her clothes. Oh, God. That she has got some soap on her body and that her wig will no longer be crusty. Oh, well. <laughs> so at Bet and Tina's house, uh, Bet looks like she's finally getting home. I'm assuming it's the same day when she went back yes. to work, came back. Okay, so she's getting home, and as soon as she can get through the front door good, the squad is sitting on the couch, like about to conduct the biggest therapy session of Ooh, their entire life. So I don't know. Uh, Alice had her glasses on, you know, the the, the clipboard. Yes. It, it was about to get real. The paperwork, everything. Yeah. So, of course, Beth's like, what what happened? Like, what, what's going on? Somebody died? Like, what <laughs> what's going on here? So Tina, she goes into this whole rant about the food or something being yes. left out. Because that, the warmth, yes. that's what brings the bacteria Some to bacteria. life. And that's not good for the baby. It causes birth defects. That's oh what she, she brings upon. But then she also says cats, cats as well, outdoor oh. cats. They they carry the same bacteria. So then Dana leans <laughs> over to Alice and goes, ooh, slander against cats. Write that down. <laughs> I'm no. like, what the fuck? So meanwhile, Beth's like, what are we, slander against cats? What? What are y'all talking about? Mm-hmm. Mm-mm. Goes off into a whole little thing. So Alice begins with her little clipboard. And she says, we are gathered here to perform an intervention. So right away, they're like, intervention? Like, I don't have any addictions. Yeah, Yeah, like what? This I'm not kid. (laughs) All shade, all tea. What? what? So then Alice then goes into, so the intervention is just to help, you know, your friends and loved ones change unhealthy patterns. Once again, Bet and Tina looking like, what unhealthy pattern do I have? What addiction do I have? Uh, so <laughs> I have also that Alice said, you are having a baby and we're very happy for you. And Ben goes, why wouldn't you be? <laughs> I fucking lost it. So then again, she still hasn't told her why we're having this intervention. Mm-hmm. What are these unhealthy patterns? And Dana jumps in and she explains that they're getting boring. Boring. So this full circle brings us back to the title, uh, showing that they think that because they're getting so domesticated, so nesting into that mommy and me phase of their life. They've transitioned out of the fun-loving couple who do shit to this new couple that just sits there, goes to therapy classes and yoga. But even before the baby, Bet and Tina were kind of like the parents of the they group. They were. Like Alice, Dana, and Shane were out here partying because they were yeah. you know, younger or whatever. And Bet and Tina have always been... The couple. Yeah. yeah. Uh, like the, the mother and father of that family. Mm-hmm. Like the two parents, you know? Yeah. So... But it's right. Like that, I wrote the same thing. Like yeah. they have a whole intervention because mm-hmm. they're boring, not because they are addicted to drugs, no, not because they're alcoholic, but because they are boring. I mean, I kind of get it when you have a, especially a friend group that big and in a big city like that. You know, if I ask you to come do something with me, come. You know, like it's not going to be the end of the world yeah. because you're about to have a baby. I get it. The baby's not here. I'm not asking you to start drinking your life away. Come on. Yeah. Give me give just me some. Get if I throw you some slack, I'm going to reel you in. Just just come with the reel, okay? That's it. There you go. So Alice goes, you know, denial is very common. You know, <laughs> like they're really going about it like 100%. it's an actual percent They, they thought about this. Girl. So they give them a questionnaire that has results and everything. And they go through a few questions of a few examples mm-hmm. of what has happened in yeah, the past. Yeah, little incidents. Yep. Yeah. So one of them, I remember Alice, uh, or Dana, it was actually, saying, you know, when we ask you, how you doing, guys? <laughs> Proper response might be, hey, I'm good, thank you, what about you? Or like, hey, I'm a little tired today, yeah. but you know, I'm, I'm going yeah, I'm to. Yeah, I'm good, I'm yeah. making it. And she goes, but see, 
And then they look down at the paper and see that C is like something about discharge and oh my God. gums being. I got you. I got okay, you. It go, says, go uh, when it, for C, it says, I'm taking depositories and my gums are bleeding and I have gooey discharge. Like, oh, what? God. To hi, how are you? That is not a response. Girl, that is not a response. You're meeting in front of a cafe and like, hey, what's up? How are you? And she's going to this whole fucking thing. Oh, but there's God. always that one person in the room who can't just say I'm fine. Oh, yeah. <laughs> they oh, yeah. always That's have to go so into their whole. Yeah. Level of bullshit. Such so that's thing. what Tina does. And so they also mention, which I thought was very funny, that uh, I'm wear I'm wearing right now like so like f- fuzzy slippers or whatever the fuck. Mm-hmm. As if that was like super fucking. Boring. Yeah, I love my fuzzy. Hello, uh, you know when the floor gets cold, <laughs> you got your socks on all up to your knees, and then you put your slippers on. Excuse me. This is not this is not a boring thing to do. This is a warm thing to do. I don't know why it's a problem, but apparently they see it as a fucking boring thing. See, it's like they're you know the kids talking to their parents exactly. like y'all boring da da da. Yeah, you know? that's exactly what it is. They're just kind of coming at them sideways for no apparent reason. I don't see the issue with that, but I do understand them wanting to uh, Bet and Tina to be a part of a little bit. Yes, more. Yes, because they've always been their friends. Yeah. They've known each other for years, maybe decades even. And, you know, I would love to know how they all met. Yes, we need that story. Yes. Because it doesn't really make sense, honestly, if we look at Bet and Shane, like, what, why are they friends? Are they just friends because of Alice? Like, we, I think we so, need a yeah. full circle reason. Like, how did Dana met, yeah. you know, Alice or Shane? Like, and we know that probably the first uh, first link was probably Allison T, um, Alice and Bet. Exactly, we get that. Later, we learned that you've known probably already, but they've dated before. Yeah. So that was the first link. And then Bet met Tina at mm-hmm. our gallery. So that's how it happened. Mm-hmm. But how did Dana and Shane kind of met? Exactly. Or met with Alice or whoever the fuck? Especially because Dana isn't out. So it's not like she's running around town at gay bars and shit. Like, hey, look at me. I'm Dana Fairbanks. Yeah. But so how how are they friends? Exactly. That would be so interesting to yeah. have as a backstory. But um, so basically we leave their, <laughs> their uh, intervention and they're like, you know, just hold on to those. You know, for reference, we love you guys. We love you. You know, this we get is your shit love. together. Yeah, <laughs> and they leave. So we go to Kit's apartments, and Kit is in the kitchen making a drink. And I want to mention, I don't know if we're supposed to think that Kit is sober right now, and because she's going through the still yeah. this twelve step yeah. program, and uh, you know she's in a program. Mm-hmm. But the fucking Tanqueray bottle is uh, laying around uh, in the background. See, and that's where I got a little bit of confusion too, but I'll, I'll bring it up in the, the following scene when yeah. she actually goes to uh, increase from this scene. But uh, yeah, I don't know where we actually got that she's 100% sober or yeah. anything like that, it's aside from she's doing the step program. Yeah, there's actually some theories out there that say that Kit has actually never been sober. Mm. So, I'd believe that. I would believe that. Yeah, we, we will go into it as we go through the seasons, but that's something to keep in mind. Mm-hmm. So um, she gets a phone call, and it's David. David's in town uh, for interviews, and he wants to meet Kit before he goes back home. So she accepts, and she's happy um, that they will you know see each other again. And that was a nice little... Uh, I think reintroduction of him because all we got was a sticky note. Yeah. <laughs> as far as him being her son, but that was it. So it's nice to see him kind of make the first step to, to kind of go back to her and kind of 
show that he does care despite how he actually feels. So that's the first time we see David? Yes. Okay, perfect. Yeah, because so, before we just heard about him. That's we hadn't right. Seen him before. So first time we see David and um, he's a grown Oh yeah, he's grown, man. grown. He is not a teenager or anything. He's talking about how he has interviews in different um, hospitals because mm-hmm. he wants to be a doctor. Mm-hmm. Um, so that's that's it. And then we go back to Dana's office manager. And she is sitting with him and he, she's wearing her little tank top, so she's giving me that full episode seven bet moment. It was great. And uh, her agent is explaining that a lifestyle clause would probably be a part of her Subaru contract. And he tells her that once she signs with Subaru, she will have to do what they want. So basically, if they say, you can't be gay Dana, that's not what you're going to be presenting. So she he asked had... about Martina. Do we know a Martina? Is that someone? Um, so yeah, Martina is probably like a... Uh, a tennis player, but I, you know, there was no last name there. So, okay. I, I, so, so she's basically asked him about this Martina character who we assume is another tennis player that actually is an out lesbian. And, um, he basically just says, you're not a superstar. You're yeah. not at her caliber. You're just, uh, the pretty face. You're cute. You know, be that you're not as talented. He goes literally ass kicking, but dick loving athlete. What the fuck? Wow. Yeah. That's where he wants to keep her. You we need to fucking get rid of Conrad. Oh my gosh. His, from day one, he hasn't been a, a good person. No. To even contribute to anything said on the, a, a lesbian show. Fucking Yikes. the worst. Yeah. So we go from her and back to Bettentina arriving at the boat party and they give their name to the bouncer or whatever. And they're the first ones to arrive. So boring. That's Honestly, kind of embarrassing, though, to get the to be the first one at a party, especially a yacht party. Yeah. Okay, like you know, it's about to be a turn up for the turn up, and y'all show up first because y'all went. It says six o'clock on the on the invite, so I'm gonna be here at five fifty five. You know, just to make sure <laughs> yeah. that I show up on time. Like, no, you do not do that. Girl. You don't. The host wasn't even there. Fucking Shane's nowhere to be found, and y'all beat everybody. They're there with the fucking caterers yeah. <laughs> and bartenders. Yeah, honey, getting this ready is not for the it. night. This is not it. God. So, um, they cut to a bunch, like, so basically they just arrive in the boat and they're the first one to arrive. But then right after that, it cuts and there's a bunch of people on the boat. Yacht full of lesbos. Music playing, people (laughs) dancing, kissing. Looks fun. Can I go? (laughs) Like, we're the fucking quarantine right now. I saw that party. I was like, (gasps) people. Oh my God. (laughs) Like, when are we going to even be able to do that again? Oh, girl. The end of the world is near. So this girl that we don't know, the camera is just kind of following her. Yeah, we follow her for a good couple of seconds. Longer than I think necessary. And she just takes her clothes off Mm -hmm. and gets into a hot tub. Yeah. Ill. With a bunch of other people in there. <laughs> it's all, uh, Hot tubs are already kind of a cesspool of discussingness. And now you just pussy out. Just there it is. Ew. Right on the jets. <laughs> <laughs> but then she just starts kissing that girl. Some what random the bitch, fuck? yo. So anyway, we cut to Alice. Um, and she's like with, uh, some kind of people, whatever in the group, but she spots Tina and Bet in a corner just talking and she turns to them and mouths that you're fucking bored. Like you're boring. Just cause they're in the corner talking to each other and yep. not making out with random bitches. I'm mm-hmm. sorry. Y'all have the luxury. <laughs> Lord, so they just, you know, they smile and they start slow dancing together. Cute. It was a cute little moment. Cause it's like, here, is this better? Yeah, Exactly. <laughs> And then Dana and Laura. Uh, 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 must the, uh, we? Yikes. Okay, get into it, Gab. Get oh into it. Because I have some God. things to say okay. as well. So they're in line at a fucking 
coffee shop. And again, why must you be so damn close to each other all the time and almost jump one another? Like, can like, she breathe? Give her some feet. What what, what we say now uh, with COVID, uh, six meters, something like yeah, that? Yeah, like, get away Two from meter me. distance. Give her some space. God. Always want to fucking, like, sit on her face, like, all the time. At a restaurant? Jesus. Like, I'm ordering biscuits. Like, why do you, <laughs> why do you want to do this here God. right now? So Laura starts kissing uh, and asking Dana about what the fuck. Like, she asked her a question. Yeah, she says, what do you think counts as sex? Which, okay, that's... Do, do we have to have this conversation right now? Right here. We could have talked about this in the car. But, like, must we? At the like, table. Jesus. I don't know. At, at, in the bed. Why but... do we want to know about that? What's the point? <laughs> so, you know, Dana's all cute. She just, I don't know, like, uh, orgasm? Laura, <laughs> like, if, if that were the case, that would mean thousands of women have never had an... Or who have never had an orgasm have never had sex. <laughs> and Dana's but that's, like, you know, okay. when you come to think about it, like, what does... Oh, this is an age-old question. Oh, my God. Yeah, it's a thousand things. That's Could like a fucking 20-hour conversation. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But um, that that's right. And then Laura gets closer and starts talking dirty to Dana again. Yo, grabbing her face, saying, like, you're so sexy. Like, you make me come so hard. Ow! Who in their right mind talks about this in Ugh. line at the Starbucks? Honestly, I what? don't know. I'm I'm just appalled. People are watching. Well, obviously, like, y'all over here trying to, like, get each other's clothes off. Like, nobody's interesting in that. But, like, Dana is noticeably uncomfortable. So why would you continue to have this comment? Like, even from the what do you think counts as sex, Dana was like, like, not not interested. So for Laura to keep going and then goes into this whole you make me come hard, baby, what? This is not the time, not place, not situation. Nobody is... Is in the mood no, right now. No, no. So give me three seconds. Step back. <laughs> We're in a public uh, business thing. But see, that's like, the thing because I think that she's confusing. You know, her wanting to show her interest in Dana in a public setting. You know, which is fine. You if you want to hold her hand, you want to give yeah, her a kiss, whatever. Sure. That that's not my issue. My issue is the fact that she's all in her face, breathing down her neck, asking her these inappropriate questions, which, you know, whatever. We all, you know, if you're in the mood, give it to me, flirt, flirt. But this is not the situation. Mm -mm. It just feels out of place. And Laura is an asshole for doing that, knowing that Dana is not out and proud. And is a public person. Is a public figure. She does. It just seems like she doesn't care about her situation at all, even though they've had this conversation multiple fucking times at this point. And that's what Dana tells her. Yeah. She's like, okay, like, just fucking get away from me. Like, and honestly, just throw the fucking Oscar at Aaron's head. It was really good. Because I believed every yes. fucking second of that. Yes. I thought it was so interesting because so far, uh, the character of Dana has not been through something, you know, deep emotionally mm-hmm. like that yet. We just see the quirky, goofy Dana. Exactly. And that was the very first time that we kind of, like, understand the struggle yes. that Dana goes through every day. And oh my God, fucking Aaron Daniels, just fucking amazing. Yeah. And she says, you know, you want to have sex in the streets? Like, I don't want people to know about our business. Mm-hmm. I'm here. Hello. Mm-hmm. Um, and she's just over the fucking whole situation. Mm-hmm. And Laura's like, oh, I don't believe you. Like, I've never met somebody like so... Um, as ready as you yeah, come out. Yeah, as like, ready. Again, that's not for you to decide. Thank you. Like, what episode was it when I, uh, L- Laura said, like, oh, you have to start taking some steps towards That wasn't being that long out. ago. 
That was when uh, Dana was supposed to go to the party. Exactly. And Harrison had to go with her and not mm-hmm. Laura. And she was like, oh, okay, I forgive you, but you are going to have to take some steps towards, uh, you know, making your announcement that you're out or whatever the fuck. But I feel like that's that's good. Okay, I'm going to work towards some steps. But once again, I am a public figure. I want to be safe about it. I want to. I don't want to tarnish my image. I want to make sure that everything is done a correct way. And you take it upon yourself to just start tonguing me down in the middle God, of the street. So, just because. Like, so it's, it's very um, lackluster. She doesn't really, she's not listening to what Disregarding everything. 100%. 100%. God, she's so stupid. So, so ultimately that just kind of leads to a, a blow up breakup. Yeah. And Dana leaves telling her she doesn't want to be with her anymore. Mm-hmm. And goodbye. Yeah. Back at the party. Back at the party. Dana finally shows up to the yacht party and Shane, was it Shane? I think that greeted her. It was like, Hey, like where, where's Laura? Oh, she's not coming. You know, whatever. Noticeably distraught immediately starts drinking. Yep. She's like, you know what? <laughs> Fuck that. I'm, I'm having a rough day. We about to turn into a great night. Okay. Let's go. <laughs> Gonna do what I can. So we leave Dana and we slide over to Alice and she says something about like, got a little something in her neck, got a little something there. Talks uh, with Lisa. So Alice yeah. is with Lisa, says, I got a little something in my neck. Can you like go with me and kind of work this out? But he goes like, oh, what were you doing at 930 last night? I was sending you like some vibes or some signals or whatever. <sighs> and Ben and Dina are sitting right next to them. They're like, <laughs> boring. <laughs> Write that down. Like, Write that down. <laughs> so because like, funny. how dare you talk about me when you're with old dude that it's still trying to figure so out weird. his life. But, you know, whatever. So what they, they end up going into a room yeah. uh, of the yacht. And Lisa's like got his hands over Alice's head, talking about I'm I'm giving you a massage telepathically. You got a lot of tension in your glutes. Like what <laughs> honey, if you gonna do something to my glutes, do it. Okay. Get your hands in there. Okay. God. Get the muscle moving. All right. Let's, Let's do the go. touch. Let's do the massage. I don't have time for this telepathic bullshit. Okay. Girl. That's great. I'm all for the spirituality. The what? The spirituality. <laughs> I'm all for the spirituality. There you this go. This is not it, okay? No, okay. baby. No, baby. For sure. And he goes like, well, can I take your shirt off? That's yeah. going to work better. Please like, do. Fuck? Let these titties out. Do Ooh. it, baby. Come on. Come <laughs> on. And Alice was in the mood. She yes. was like, okay, like I didn't just pull you over here just because I just wanted to say hi and like yeah. telepathic bullshit. Get your hands in there. Right. <laughs> <laughs> so we cut from them and go to Dana, Shane, and Bet and Tina. Bet is just perfect. Oh, I love her. Oh great. my god. It's great. So they're over here uh taking shots mm-hmm. and so basically like they're all having a shot in their hand. They cheers. Bet licks oh uh, no, that's not right there. So she just takes her shot mm-hmm. and um, you know, takes the lemon out of Tina's exact. mouth. Exactly. Cute. Cute, whatever. And then Shane goes like, one more, one more. And she goes, oh, my God. Really? Ben gave that bitch. Like, I have time for that. Like, well, first of all, Bet just takes her shot. And she's like, Ugh, Yeah, like fuck? it was so hard going yeah, down. It was like nasty and disgusting. And then Shane goes like, oh, let's do another one. And Bet's like, what? <laughs> fuck. Like, okay. So, like, they all get a second shot. Um, Bet, at that time, licks the salt. Uh, off Tina's shoulder and just throws her shot behind her. Like, she's like, fuck that. I'm not taking that. And then, well, you know, kind of like wink, wink to yeah. the Gen Q yep. episode where it's Shane's birthday. Mm-hmm. They're doing shots. And Bed just takes it and does the exact same thing. Just throws it 
uh, over her shoulder behind her. It's so cute because this is season one of the L Word. So for her to kind of pay homage to her character, yep. knowing her character enough, which could possibly just be Jennifer Beals, but her character enough, you're like, she did this before, I'm going to do it again, just to kind of like a little nod. Well, it was probably like written in the script. So whoever probably. wrote that Yeah, scene, they know their shit. They probably had to go back and mm-hmm. rewatch all the episodes. And yeah. they thought, you know, that was cute. But I appreciate that so much. Yeah. Because that happens a few times mm-hmm. in the Gen Q season where there's like kind of like, kind of like winks to the mm-hmm. original Just a little, series. A little nod. Yeah. yeah. Just for the re- original uh, good old fans yeah. from the days, you know. So I really like that. For um, sure. It was like a cute little moment. And then mm. Marina and Jenny get to the party baby they walk up them steps like, they look great they they look good they look good together Jenny and it was, it was like her fucking stockings off she did she's clean she combed her hair Let's she go. she walked in cute you know <laughs> they came in like this is their like couple introduction yes. that's how it felt it was like look at us bitch we're official like a referee whistle okay <laughs> they came in not fucking playing marina starts kind of fucking it up on the dance floor doing her little booty shake i was like yes bitch jenny looked like she was a little confused about what was happening but yeah. but she was down for it because she was like oh ass okay i can do this so they just kind of shaking and then that was the scene yeah. but I, I was living oh yeah absolutely. I, even to this day i was living exactly. like first time i was like ah second time <laughs> today i was like yes <laughs> it was great it was great so we're back to alice and lisa and they're in the room they're about to fuck yeah when lisa gets a fucking dildo uh, where'd he pull it from like his pocket? Uh, back what? pocket. He just carries that around just for special occasions. God. And Alice is like, what the fuck? Like, bro, you got the real hardware. What are we doing? <laughs> like, what? And he's like, no, that's not how I want to do this. And she goes, well, that's how I want you to fucking do it. Yeah. So let's fucking go. So this, uh, I guess, took me down another path of, so is this body dysmorphia for him? Is this, is he actually a trans woman? I don't know. He's so fucking, con- I don't know. Because... I have so many Lisa questions. Like, I really want to ask whoever came up with this character what they were going for. Because it's, it's for sure something along the queer spectrum, but yeah. put us put us where it is. Yeah. That way, if it aligns with somebody, it can be relatable. But in no way was Lisa's character relatable because we didn't know what was being portrayed. Yeah. Maybe it was either, you know, them trying something new or... Maybe there's people out there who don't know exactly what yeah, they maybe, lend. Yeah, maybe we're being the ignorant ones and that don't get Maybe someone but actually did. Alice goes, like, you're a man. Yeah. Called Lisa, but mm. you're definitely a man. Which I thought was kind of like, Ugh, Yeah, yeah, because, yeah. Because, again, you don't know his situation mm-hmm. 100%. Not that he knows his own fucking exactly. situation. But it was a whole, like, kind of just a reminder of what's going on with this character. Mm-hmm. What are we doing? If yeah. we're going into this storyline, let's actually... Get some more information. Mm-hmm. Let that person, that character, have a little bit more screen time. Yeah, give me some breathing room. Tell me about it. If you want to introduce us to a new kind of character mm-hmm. on the spectrum, let's yeah. let's do it. But let's do it right. Again. Yeah, that at the end of the day, that's what it comes down to. It's doing whatever it was correctly. Exactly. And whatever it was was not correct. Nope. They didn't have the tools probably, but nope. then if you don't, just fucking don't do that. Don't do it. Yeah. Um, we might be wrong too. I don't know. Let us That's know. That's why I said if we're the ignorant ones, please let us know. And maybe we just don't understand Lisa and Lisa has some sort of deeper meaning. But I have no idea. Yeah. But we don't we like Lisa. Yeah, for sure. 
He's pretty cool. Yeah. But he's, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. But no, honestly, like Alice is like, okay, no, I don't give a shit about this fucking plastic dick. You have the mm-hmm. real one. Mm-hmm. So we cut from there, and Tina is sitting on a chair, you know, watching Dana dance, and oh, Dana's going off. Dana acting a whole fool. The, the the drinks have settled down into her stomach. She is here. She's she dancing for Tina, right? Because she she's is, right there. She's right there. Like, she was pointing to her yeah. and everything. Like, bitch, here's a show. Yeah, she gave it to her. 100%. Oh, that was so cute. So, Bed just brings uh, Tina a cup of coffee, and she asks her, you know, how how you doing? And she goes, ugh, I'm not that great. You know, we're, like, is it so bad that, um, what did she say? She said, there's she said a, she's addicted to domesticity. Yeah, there's like a 12-step program for people. Is there a 12-step program for people addicted to domesticity? Yeah. So I thought it was cute. Yeah, it was super cute. And, like, even better was the fact that we kind of slide over and we see them sneaking out the back of the yacht. Yes, absolutely. That was great. I can relate. I'd be like, oh, we done here? All right, girl, let's go. Let's like, go. At some point, you know, the party starts to, to get to you, and you're like, yeah. I think we've we've seen all there is to see, the beginning and the end. <laughs> <laughs> this is it. <laughs> yeah, exactly. My gosh. So um, we go back to Alice and Lisa coming out of the room, and Alice looks like she had a great time. Great time. He rocked her world. Lisa looks like... Ooh. Traumatized. Oh my God, he shut down. Shut the fuck down. That's like he sad. looks fucking scared shitless of whatever she just did to him. Yeah. My God. So that's why I think it's 100% some mixture of maybe non-binary, maybe trans, maybe something along these lines with body dysmorphia. Because the fact that he didn't want to use mm-hmm. his good old goodies to please her... I bet it has something to do with it. Probably. But they, is this the last time we see Lisa? I, that's what I was wondering. Like, what happens? Like, how does he leave at I, the end of the day? I, th- I think that's it. Wow. The traumatization of whatever if she that did. Is, if, that, if that's what it is, if that's the end of Lisa, mm-hmm. that's unfortunate. Yeah, very. That's how they got rid of the character. My God. Yikes. Oh, no. So, he leaves, and then... Bet and Tina are walking um, down the dock from the boat, and Bet is like, slip under my cloak of boring, <laughs> and let's go. Oh, it's just them being super fucking cute. I'm okay with that. Yeah. Yeah. Them and their boredom is cute. Cute. And so we go back to Jenny and Marina, still in the boat. They dance on the same song that we heard earlier while Marina was, um, you know, doing her hair. Mm-hmm. And as I've mentioned, it's um, the translation of the title of the song is "A Year of Love." Mm-hmm. So it's ba- the song is basically just talking about how like uh, you have a love for a year. Mm-hmm. So it's kind and of that's like it. yeah. So it's kind of like symbolism that announces that this relationship is coming to an end mm. and it won't last. Temporary. It's just a temporary little fling. Yikes. It's just you know a short thing. So we can kind of read into that. Because right now, you know, if you think about it, T- Tim and Jenny are broken Over. up. Uh, Jenny is with Marina. She spent, uh, you know, she went to her house to take a bath. They're going to the party together, as you said earlier. Yeah. It kind of looked like their couple introduction. Yep. We might think, okay, this is it, you know. 
the beginning of their story. I did. Okay. But that's what you might think. A hundred percent. And that's their, yeah, you're supposed to think that. That's what they want you to believe because that's what we started with. That's yeah. honestly Jenny's our main character. Yeah. And her story of, you know, coming to be and her Tim breakup, all of this is about Jenny. So the fact that we don't are we yeah, we don't really see them go any farther after, you know, a certain point. It's yeah. like, what? Because I thought I thought they were in game. Yeah. You know, like what what exactly is going on here? But right at this moment, like you, exactly like you said, you think that this is it. Mm-hmm. Um, but the song, if you you know, yeah, pay attention, um, announces something quite different. Wow. Soon to come. Uh, cut to Shane doing coke. <laughs> Great. <laughs> and then they cut. It's early morning. Party is over. Dana is throwing up over the boat while Alice is holding her hair like a good old friend. Oh, she's great. But, you know, a couple of shots will do that to you. For sure. Damn. And then Bet brings... So we're back to Bet and Tina's house. Mm-hmm. Bet is bringing a cup of hot milk and honey. Oh, that's adorable. To Tina. And her little robe, you know. So just cute. The domesticity was there. Ah. And I was okay with this. I could watch that all day, honestly. Honestly. Just them just going about their day, loving on each other. being Well... At their best, because let's not get too excited oh. because just a few short episodes, Bet was on one, okay? Because like once few... she's once she's working, she thinks she's hot shit, okay? Ooh. So because they had their little domestic moment and they're nesting, this is adorable. Give me that. Give exactly. me that. But like you said, in, in a couple more short episodes, things are going to take a, a little turn. Oh, absolutely. But honestly, we kind of see that in this scene as well because she kind of gives uh, Tina her little milk and... Tina's all like, oh, uh, I don't think you're boring. I think you're the most exciting woman in L.A. And, and Beck kind of is like, oh, okay. And then we see her kind of stare off into the room a little bit. And it's almost like she is begins to question something. Oh, my God. Whether it's necessarily her relationship or if it's something else. We don't know. But right we, see, we see the wheels turning. I'm like, oh, yeah. what's going on? Exactly. We see what's the wheels wrong? turning in that scene. And we're like, hold up. Because things were going so good for the last couple of episodes. You know, we was getting Slurpees in the last one rubbing on toes <laughs> now now we're questioning things oh god <laughs> so we're back to alice sheen and dana hi gilly okay gilly say hi to everybody all right so we go back to alice sheen and dana uh, they're talking about bet and tina you know that they left that they're boring and then Shane goes you know i don't know man you either drink to death and throw yeah, up puke off the side of yachts or you go back home and sleep next to someone you've loved for the last seven years. You yeah. know, what's boring after all? So I think that was an interesting scene because it showed that two sides of it, you know, the single life and then the married life, quote unquote, yeah. which one is actually the that best. much better. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Exactly. And I thought it was super cute because, again, Bet and Tina are kind of like that mm-hmm. mother figure yep. to the kids and... You know, that's what they aspire to. And Shane mm-hmm. has said that multiple times, how she's always looked up to Bet and Tina because of their relationship and because of their connection. Exactly. So we know it's something very dear to them. All right. So next we are flashing back to Jenny and Marina. And they are just laying in the bed, you know, kind of giving us a little ooh-ah-ah sensation. Um, Jenny is rubbing on Marina's back, you know, just kissing down her spine. It was a super cute little moment. You May know? I add that Jenny still has her engagement ring hanging from her neck. 
Oh, for real? Yeah, you've not, you haven't noticed? I never noticed that. I was too busy looking at ass. Girl, she, <laughs> the engagement ring is hanging on. That like, could be a string. family heirloom. That don't have to be no, her no, engagement no. ring. It was a ring. Damn. Either Tim's ring or hers. I'm not sure. Damn. Uh, it's probably Tim's ring because he left it. Oh, he it. did leave it on the thing. You're right. Yeah. So it's Tim's ring in her neck hanging by a fucking thread. And uh, it's very long. Because it's so sliding it's down Marina's ass crack yep. as she go. Oh, okay. Yep. Well, I wasn't too concerned about that because, <laughs> you know, I was I was living for the moment. Mm-hmm. But you're right. That's but problematic. But the fact that she still had it in her neck. Yeah. After all this time. That means it still means something to you. Ooh. Who are you trying to she convince? She might not still be completely 100% there yet. Mm-hmm. Maybe that's what it means. Yeah. Um, so they do their little things or whatever. And <laughs> we go to Conrad. Fucking knocking on Dana's door like there's a fucking fire or something. Like he the police. I don't understand. <laughs> but so, Dana's like coming down the hall like death warmed <laughs> over three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten times. You know, she had a rough night. She had oh a rough night. God. You know, she had a couple of drinks. She broke up with her girl. Running into walls. Running into walls. She answers the door. He is confused at that smell coming from her mouth. He's like, Baby, you need to go wash. <laughs> Get up in there. Get up in there. <laughs> They're supposed to go to some kind of photo shoot or something. So she goes back into getting ready. And we cut to Harrison training Bet in the backyard. Which I have some things to say about this. Please do. Uh, since when do Bet and Harrison work out together? For one. One. Two, I wish he was around more. Mm-hmm. Because I think that the gay male character brings a little bit more dynamic, a little yeah. bit more pizzazz, a little bit more intrigue, something else to the show. Yeah. You know, to break up the, the lesbians in the show, which I'm fine with, but it's just, you can't tell me all of their friends are gay. Right. You know, or lesbian, I mean. Like, there, there's some other people around, you know, yeah. aside, aside from Kit, you know? Exactly. Give me some other people, especially men. Give me some people. Like, you can't tell me, some of my best friends are fucking men. You can't tell me that they don't have one guy that's close. Right. No, Harrison could have been that character. Oh yeah, for sure. And he was a actually a funny character. Yeah, he was fine. He I was a little him. stupid, but you know. Oh yeah, but I'm okay with stupid. Yeah, yeah. But you're right. And so Kit comes over and asks her what she's doing tonight, because David is in town and called her, and they well he wants to meet her basically. So she's kind of like nervous, maybe a little bit stressed, and she asks Bet if well first of all what the fuck she uh, Bet is like. She doesn't react when mm-hmm. she says that uh, David called. Yeah. And Kit goes like, did you know he was going to fucking call? Like, so basically Melvin told David mm-hmm. to call Kit and Bet knew about it, but didn't tell Kit in case he wouldn't call. So she didn't want to. She didn't know. get like upset and start drinking again. Yeah. Like, it's a whole circle of just bullshit. My like, God. So complicated. So Bet tells her that she's going to pick her up and she'll she will she'll go with her basically. And we're back to Jenny and Marina. They're still in bed. Jenny is whispering. That's the first thing That's I wrote. That's her thing. Yes, she's saying she's happy. You know, she was wondering if she can maybe bring her stuff and move in for a couple of days because she feels very inspired. Mm. The sun is shining through those windows like she never saw before, some bullshit. You know, when, you, when you're when you working in that shack of a writing studio oh in the it. backyard of Tim's house, I think anything will look like the Taj Mahal. Okay. okay? <laughs> 
Oh my god, I don't know why, but that's like the one landmark you always fucking refer to. That's because it fits every reference. Oh my god. Anytime I'm talking about something and I compare their situation to the Taj Mahal. Have you ever seen it in real life? I, in real life? No, of course not, girl. I haven't even left this side of the ocean, okay? Oh, that's right. <laughs> so, no, but I would love to. You can take me one day. I actually, going to India is one of my dreams. I'm so. aware. Hopefully one day. However, she Jenny also adds that she can't believe that she's so happy while Tim hurts so much. So she feels bad. She mm. feels bad, you know, despite wanting to basically fucking move her shit, everything she owned to Marina's house. She's still thinking about Tim. You yeah. Know, just to, well, the ring's still there. Yeah. Hello. So, yeah, the, the thought is going to cross her mind multiple times. For sure. And Marina says that she would feel honored to have uh, Jenny over for a few days. And Jenny's gone, oh, really? Because I really could see myself writing about those, mm. uh, whatever the fuck. Just living in the moment. Yeah. She's and Marina's it. getting like her hopes up and she's like, yes. Oh my God. But good idea. also it's, it's not healthy to leave a four year relationship in one day and a few hours later you're in another one. So, you know, if she honestly would have been ready to move in with Marina and do all sorts of things, it could have done so many bad things for her psyche. Like oh, that sure. that's not the best thing for you if you can't be alone for 3 milliseconds. For sure. You know. But I think that uh she does mention a few times that it's just for a couple of days, maybe okay. a week. Yeah, you're right. Just in time to get mm-hmm. a, her own place. Um, but we all know that wasn't going to happen. If oh she had God. moved in there and started doing her domestic relationship like Bet and Tina, they would still be together. Uh, I don't know about that. <laughs> because. Because. One of the reasons is because. Ooh. Marina goes, I would love to, but, you know, Francesca is coming back tomorrow, so I can't really, you know, have you over or nothing. Mm. And here's Jenny. Who the fuck is Francesca? <laughs> Who the fuck is Francesca? You have never mentioned this bitch before. And Marina's like, you know, you know, Francesca. Everybody knows. <laughs> well, obviously we don't. We, Everybody knows. We have never heard this name. Nope. In one episode. Ever. But we're all supposed to know Francesca. Even when Ben and Tina were like, oh my God, things are going on between Marina and Jenny. They, they never, never mentioned. Said, what about Francesca? Francesca? Yep. Not one goddamn time. Nope. Now all of a sudden she's coming back tomorrow and everybody knows about it. Yeah. It's like they wrote this bitch in at this episode. They're like, you know what we're going to do just to fuck them, oh, for fucked sure. up their relationship? We're going to bring in Francesca. For sure. Okay. Who? Who? Eileen was like, Francesca? Franche- okay, But you sure. know, that's her story, right? She mentioned, Eileen, that um, in the podcast Pants that is, you know, hosted by Leisha Haley and... Um, fucking Kate uh, Menig. Eileen was a guest on one of the episodes and she said that Jenny's story is actually hers. Oh, that does sound familiar. Yeah, that she was dating a guy and she met a girl and kind of fell in love, you know, did all those things. And then she learned that the wife or the girlfriend Ugh. was coming back in town. That shit. She was like, what the actual fuck? But here's the deal. If, if Marina was up front with Jenny from the beginning that, hey, I, you know, I'm actually in a committed relationship but, but she thought she knew already but how would she know because everybody knows yikes yeah. what what is it written on your forehead like how am i supposed to just know no but like maybe she thought she heard it from someone or like told her already yeah because I, I believe marina goes like i told you like no 
Francesca. Whatever. Like, the lie so, of it all. Jenny is running down the steps with half her clothes on, grabs her trash bag, <laughs> and <laughs> walks, trash bag. walks away and sees a picture of Francesca on the wall. And Marina tells her basically basically that she's a costume designer. She travels four to five months a year. And, you know, she was in Budapest. And then she was in Rome or whatever the fuck. Yeah, Rome doing a ballet. Then four months in Budapest. And then Damn. doing a movie. So, dope. Big ups to her. But we also see that it's the same bitch from the opening vignette that was the seamstress or whatever for the costumes. But it's also filling up random customers and clients. And yeah. So they obviously have a super agreement that when they're not together, they can do whatever they want. Yeah. But Jenny was not aware but of that. But Jenny was not aware. So she looks at Marina and goes, who are you? Mm. And Marina goes into this fucking monologue saying that your world is richer and has more opportunities. I've opened up your world. What? <laughs> like, thank you for showing me that I was actually queer. Fuck I you. appreciate it. But you did this to me out of some sort of courtesy. Empathy. Yeah, or empathy. Like, you you felt bad for me because you could see the gay just spewing from my, my skin that you wanted to bring it out and open my world. I had to harass me for it and assaulted me. Yeah, what let's throw fuck? you up against this, this bathroom wall just to make sure the gay comes out. What? Like, I don't so know. Weird. Like, at the end of the day... Jenny is queer. She's always been queer. Just the fact that Marina kind of made it seem like she's the reason that she brought this out of her. Savior. Yeah, like you're some sort of savior. Like, honey, that is not your role. I don't know. She she act like Jenny should be proud. Yeah. That she was able to yeah. have this be grateful. with Marina. Yeah, this was for you. Fuck that. Yikes. So Jenny is about to fucking leave. She's like, fuck this shit. And Marina kind of like just grabs her. And Jenny goes, don't touch me. Ooh, the pause in between the touch me. What? Who does that? Who breaks up their words like this? I don't, was it written like that or it was fucking Mia? It was like, you know what? I, I, I'm going it to had to, to have to been Mia. written as don't touch me because normal people say don't touch yeah. me. But, you know, Mia, since episode one, likes to break her shit up. Oh, yeah. So she's like, don't. Hold for, hold, hold for five seconds. Touch me. Like, what? What? <laughs> it was great. It was great. Um, And then she fucking leaves. We're back with Dana at training. So Dana's working out for Subaru now. So we see the pictures snapping. We see people writing things. Um, But she is trying to finalize that sponsorship. But she kind of sees Laura out the corner of her eye while she's working. Does a little hesitation because, you know, of course, she's still dealing with the breakup of her relationship over something so minimal that shouldn't have happened. But that was what we see. So it's just a slight hesitation, her little workout for Subaru, and then the scene ends. So the next scene, we slide over to Kit and Bet. Uh, and they're going to the bar of the hotel where David is staying. And so at first, Bet's kind of like, oh, we shouldn't really go up to the bar. You know, we don't want to cause any confusion. Kit says, Melvin has brainwashed all of y'all thinking that I'm sort of, some sort of like sloppy, fall down drunk at all times. Yep. She's like, that's not the case. And that's the problem. So she's like- I got it under control, she yeah, says. Yeah, I got it under control. So right there, that tells us that despite the her program, whatever, she's still drinking. And she just feels like she has it under control. Yeah. So sad. Yeah. And so they sit 
finally at the bar and orders some sparkling water or whatever. And Kit just tells her how she envy Bed because she has everything figured out under control. She has a great job, great relationship with Tina, baby on the way. You know, everything seems so perfect. And then Bet looks preoccupied again, that same look that we've seen mm-hmm. from the night before. And Kit goes... What's what's going on? Like, why do you look worried? And Bay goes, no, I just some, I got some things in my head, you know, nothing crazy. And Kit just knows her sister so fucking well. She goes, we got the babe. What you say? Daddy blues. The daddy blues. Yeah, daddy that's, blues. That's right. And I mean, it's kind of Bet's character. She's taking care of Tina. Mm-hmm. She's the one with the career. She's the provider mm-hmm. in the relationship in the family. And now another human being is being added to mm-hmm. the equation. Yeah. So that's another person to care for, to provide for. That's a lot of extra responsibilities on, you know, for bed. Yeah, of course. So obviously anybody in that situation um, might be worried or stressed out a little bit and uh, maybe have some di- doubts even. Yeah, so that's what Kit kind of just explains, you know, what she means by daddy blues. is just all of that stuff coming down at one time. Yeah. But Bet kind of is like, oh, like, I hope so. I, I think that's what it is, you know. But that kind of, like, leads us to a path that that might not be the whole problem. That might not be her whole issue. Might be a part of it, but mm-hmm. not all of it. Right. And she kind of saw right through her soul right there because mm-hmm. Bet is like, okay, yeah, I'm going to go to the bathroom. Yeah. Like, I need some some time. So she leaves, and Kit is just sitting there, and we see a man approaching the bar. We assume, you know, from the scene where he called uh, Kit that it's David, and he sees Kit sitting by herself at the bar being served a drink. But obviously, you know, right before that, like, the barman just approaches Kit, shakes his, uh, you know, shaker or whatever. Yeah, and, and she, she, yeah, she tells him like, "Oh, yeah. you don't have to be like that over the top or dramatic about it." But what does he say? Like he just you gotta get it work for your money or exactly. Something like that. So exactly. you know, he's doing like a little production just to like shake her drink, just to make it worth it. Put it whatever. in a little martini glass. Yeah, yeah, with a little lemon or whatever, just to you know, whatever. But then Dana arrives, I mean, uh, David arrives, and he thinks that she's actually drinking. Yeah. So he's like, oh, fuck that. I'm not even going to go into that. And just turns around and walks away. Mm. What do you think about that? Like, if you had this kind of... Now, let's just, you know, rem- remind everybody that David and Kit have not exactly. had any kind of relationship. Years. And they haven't seen each other in years. Yeah. And... One of the reasons why it was because Kit mm-hmm. was not all there, alcoholic, everything, probably kind of abandoned David mm-hmm. as well. So for David to actually make the effort to, you know, do the first step and ask Kit to meet again, and then you see her and assume that she's drinking. Yeah. Like, I can understand, but at the same time, like, do you th- really think that your mom is expecting you and will bluntly get a drink yeah knowing that you know she's a drunk exactly and at the end of the day like i understand david had a conversation with melvin and decided to call from that he didn't like really 100 percent decide to call his mother on his own accord but he still made the that step so it shows that he was willing to you know get to know the new kit that was the new sober kit so i understand him being upset when he saw her 
with a drink, mm-hmm. what he presumed to be a drink. But I also don't understand the level of disrespect to not at least approach her. Yeah, even address it. Yeah, to, to ask. I don't know. But maybe he just wanted to avoid an awkward situation or he didn't want to get her a chance to lie or... Because, you know, at the end of the day, he's had a childhood full of whatever. You know, yeah. we just, it's up for our interpretation because we never really go into it. But, you know, for the sake of it, I understand why he may react that way. But I would just think as an adult, the least you could do is talk to her. Yeah. Without just leaving. Exactly. Yeah. So that's unfortunate. And Dean just leaves. So we're back to Dana. And Subaru, they're still on the court, basically. And Subaru is presenting the artwork for the campaign to Dana. And they mentioned that they want to do like a kind of like Anna Kornikova. Mm-hmm. And Dana's like, first of all, she doesn't react because fucking Conrad. He's is been jumping, telling her the opposite. Jumping on the gun. Like, the fuck is this? We yeah. haven't talked about that. Da, 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 da. And it's, that's like a fucking kind of a business mm-hmm. like meeting kind of like deal going on. Can't be like crazy like that and he's her representation so he him and her should be like fucking in sync exactly they should when he moves she moves when she moves he moves and it's not that way they're both want two different things from subaru so for subaru to look past whatever he told them or whatever he was looking for and are just looking at what dana presents to them and say hey we want you to be yourself be the gay anna anna kornikova and present that to the world. Yeah. She's like fucking ecstatic. Yeah. That's what I wanted from the beginning. I love it. That's, I love says, it. Let's yeah. do it. Get out and stay out. <laughs> yeah. There you go. And she looks at fucking Conrad and goes, you're fired. Uh-huh. With a big smile on her face. He goes, yeah, 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 right. She like, bitch, no, for real, for real. You're fired. Deduce, deuce. And then <laughs> proceeds to shake hands mm-hmm. with the Subaru representative and be like, thank you so much. You have no idea how I feel. Thank God. Like thank the, God. The weight of the world just got shed right in that one moment because she was able to, not only was she able to get the sponsorship, she was able to get rid of this guy who has not been her biggest ally since the beginning. It's told her complete opposite of what she actually wants to present to the world. And now she can be her authentic self exactly yeah beautiful but at the end of the day i feel like this came one dollar short of you know whatever the saying is because she just broke up with laura for this exact reason yeah. granted laura has some other shit she needed to work out with oh, her yeah. little extreme pda <laughs> but you know at the end of the day this was a big bulk of what their issue and exactly. their only actual issue because their relationship was fine it was just the fact that dana wasn't out it's just I feel like Dana needed to do that on her own. You're right. On her own terms, mm-hmm. her own way, mm-hmm. own timing, everything. And Laura was pressuring her. Yeah, she didn't give her the space to do it. No, it didn't give her the space, the time, or the consideration because she yeah. was all over her in public places Yeah, when she knew you know, the whole situation. That was just bad on her part. For sure. But Dana finally got her deal with Subaru. Congrats. And so we go back to Jenny who's trying to convince Tim because she's at her house now to let her stay in her studio for the night. And she tells her, he tells her, yeah, that she can stay one night. She grabs her stuff and is about to go through the house to go to the studio. And Tim goes, no, you go around the fucking back. Yikes. It's like treating her like the dog that's left out in the rain. Just like, you know what? Stay there. Yeah. Like but cool. he does offer her the room, which is okay. That's nice. 
Yeah, but like, do you really have to go through the back? Like, what do you think yeah. is gonna happen? She's Don't gonna come go through the house. In the house, and you're gonna fall back in love with her. Like, exactly, what? because then she's gonna drop her uh, her garbage bag, and once it's on the ground, she lives there now. So I feel like <laughs> Tim has, you know, in the last few episodes, has given her the silent treatment. Yes, not giving her anything in return, mm-hmm. and now he's not only like angry and expressing his anger, but he's also like. He's done with her. Mm-hmm. He doesn't give a shit. Yeah. He literally tells her, well, the things you say to me come in one ear and come out the other. But here, I understand that because he gave her that chance to tell, to speak her truth. And she couldn't even do that. Yeah. She couldn't look him in the eye and tell the truth. And at the end of the day, tr- the honesty is one of the big key components in your relationship. So the fact that that's gone at this point... There's nothing to repair. Yeah. There's nothing to repair because she's going to lie faster than she can breathe. Like, oh, yeah, for sure. No. He's like, you know what? Don't even waste my time. Oh, my so God. So I get it. I get it, but it's so sad. Yeah, it's super sad. Because Jenny just grabs her shit, walks around the house, and gets in her studio. But I think that was like her first understanding of how bad the consequences of her actions were. Yeah. Because I think up until that point, she was just kind of like, oh, he threw me out. Oh, he left me. Oh, you know, things can be repaired, you know, whatever. That's the thing. Like, the fucking back and forth. Yeah. Like, you know, she's coming back to the house, and he's mm-hmm. like, fuck that, leave. She goes to Marina and mm-hmm. finds, um, you know, comfort mm-hmm. and, you know, happiness there. And she's like, yay. <laughs> but nope. <laughs> goes to the party, and everything's fine. Yeah. Everything's perfect. And then Marina's like, well, fuck, my fucking girlfriend's coming back. Yeah, you Shit. got to go. Go back home. Can you imagine? The embarrassment with of that same trash back. bag. Oh my god! Can you imagine her at Marina House? Like, hey, can I get another bag? Mine got a hole in it. Oh no! Yikes! Like at some point, could somebody get this girl some luggage? Because you I'm know? sure she got. She came here with luggage. Can she? When she threw her shit out, I'm like, can I get, at least get my suitcase? You know, well, at to least put this like in? can Marina give her an expensive luxury bag. I know or she something? got something. You know, but no, she went back in her dusty, cold Ugh. studio. I'm surprised she still had a studio to go back to because the way he was throwing her shit in that garbage bag, that shit should have been boxed up a long time ago. You're right. But, you know, there you go. There you go. Episode 8. Laundry. Mm. And that was it. It was a great episode. Again, just good episodes. Yeah, it once it, I think I say that all the time, but once the ball starts rolling, it's rolling. It's good to go. Yes. They give us what we're looking for. It starts out a little slow, but, you know, gets a little traction at the end. And now the question is, where is Jenny going yeah, or what's doing next? after? What's next for her? Marina's unavailable. Tim is over her. Mm-hmm. She doesn't have a place to stay. She doesn't even have friends at this time because she's not really friends with the others. Because, remember, they went to the party by themselves. Yeah. They didn't interact with nobody no, else. No, there was no Shane, no Dana, no Alice. They did not talk to anyone. Nope. And no one talked to them. Yeah. They didn't go out of their way to be friends with neither one of them. And Bet is kind of mad at Marina and Jenny for having done whatever they did. Yep. So they don't really have friends. Well, Jenny doesn't have friends. She doesn't have a job. She doesn't have a boyfriend or a girlfriend. And she's still in the city that she doesn't know that well. Yeah. So, fuck. That's, like, it's bad. Yeah. So we'll see what comes her way in the next episodes. And it'll be interesting. For sure. It'll be fun. So thank you again for listening to us. Again, every week, we're just so happy to do this. It's really fun. It gives us something to do and to reflect on the old episodes. It's just always 
entertaining. Yeah, I'm excited to to keep pushing forward and get our way into season two because that's oh, when things yes. start to kind of heat up. You know? Ooh, season two. So much going on. But uh, if you want to follow us on Instagram, we do have a account. Uh, underscore let's have a word. Uh, you can find some announcement about the podcast, some clips, some pictures, anything under the sun that you might like. Go get, um, follow our page. Shan, where can they find you? They can find me at the Les Word. That's L-E-Z Word. And Gav, where are you located? Well, first of all, let me just remind everybody that might have not followed you yet. Oh my God. Do you have to do this every episode? Not every episode, but this is very important. Your fan account of the L Word is not just fucking boring or like you reposting memes or pictures that we've seen a hundred million times. It's not? No. (laughs) It is He's not. so aggressive about it. <laughs> you make videos, you edit, you make, even with the clips from the L Word, you create a whole different story yeah. with different songs and different, you know, journeys. And it's fucking amazing. It's creative. It's entertaining. It's artsy. It's beautiful. It's How many followers do you have right now? I don't remember. I think a it's little, at like 19, 19 something. Almost 2,000 yeah. followers, yeah. Almost 2,000. We're, we're it's not a to. regular, boring-ass uh, fan account. All right? Go get a look. Go watch a few videos. Get a fucking follow. You won't be disappointed. You okay? know what? You're, you're awesome. I love you. It's the, it's the truth. I'm not even, like, hyping you or whatever. I fucking love what you do, and I think uh, you deserve so much more recognition and appreciation from that. You're awesome. So there you fucking go. If you want to follow my boring ass, <laughs> you can do so on Instagram as well at G-A-B-G-A-U-T-H. Um, share and follow our podcast. Let us know what you think. We love your feedback and um, your support. And... You know, DM us if you have questions. Yeah, let's do it. Let's or do it. if you want us to, you know... Talk about something in particular. Maybe you remember something from the next episode we're going to talk about. Yeah. Maybe you want us to address it. Shoot us a DM. We're down. Yeah. We answer all DMs. Whatever you we want. We respond quickly. Yeah. Even if you don't want your business out here, we won't say your name. We won't say your name. You know, if you need relationship advice, just fucking say I don't so. know if you want to hear it, but we got something hey, to say about that, too. We'll, we'll still give you something to... Rely on, maybe. because yep, here we are. There you go. Buddha bop. <laughs> <laughs> We're just fucking rambling at this point. Well, thank you guys for, for being here. Thank you. We appreciate you and all you do. <laughs> See you in the next one. Bye. Bye. Let's have a word. word. word.